Good morning and welcome to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger on 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOV in Vincennes, and also 97.3 FM in Washington. Our first guest this morning, Vincennes Mayor Joe Yoakum, and the last time the mayor will join us in this calendar year. Good morning. Good morning. I tell you, it's, uh, yeah, it's gone fast. The year's gone fast. But, but you know, we didn't get a chance to talk to you for a little bit, so. Yeah, because of the election. But. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, I know you just had Board of Work City Council last week, so. Right. And you have one more coming up, or? One well, more? now that you say that, there's two. Okay. Board of Works is over. Right. We did one meeting in December, and we're done. All right. The council chose to have a meeting the 22nd at 2.30 in the afternoon, which is this Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, to do some transfers or whatever. Well, apparently they're not all gonna get done in time. Mm -hmm. So now they've advertised another meeting for the 29th. And I'm not sure what time, maybe noon. Mm -hmm. For the final meeting of the year, where they had to do some additional appropriations and stuff to get the books Mm -hmm. lined out for the year. So this Friday at 2.30 and then the 29th at noon one we'll have it on our website to finish the year up okay all right well anyway um let's you know so as we're at the end of the year you know let's look back because not really a lot of new news going on right now as far as council would you say right okay it's okay. just basically trying to get line items corrected to where okay okay for the end of the year all right let's take a look at what we've been Yes. in 2023 uh number one without a doubt if you ask me it is construction yes i mean road projects yes. top the list right as far as things that have happened in here in vincennes i know everybody's gonna say well what about the new industry coming to town and so right. that, that's big don't get me wrong right. but this pro these road projects they've been they've been big they've been intense yes but boy the results are amazing to the public (laughs) right okay okay let's start we finished up on main street right main street finished up and it is nice you know i'm sure everybody's had a chance to travel it it's uh you know sidewalks all the way out to the schools and new lighting and turn lanes and it's it's much safer travels down that area Uh, and that was a several year project but um excited that this year it was completed um, so and you know that was a multi-million dollar project which one of the phases probably the most expensive phase it was the most expensive mm-hmm. phase uh, lining up felt king and ramsey road mm-hmm. uh, that was an 80 20 project through in dot using mm-hmm. federal dollars so uh, but you have to admit that is much better travels out that way on main street uh, it is <laughs> it is yes. i mean so i mean we, we got it done got yes. it done in time yep got it done under budget that's about, that's about yeah, yeah but more or less. it really wasn't on time because of utilities okay it was uh a few months past the completion okay of which really you know that happens yes uh exactly okay and so but the end result is it's very nice out there nicely lit um Mm -hmm. it's just all around safer for school traffic as well as just normal traffic and we've also gone along on that uh, same road as far as you know we've done other paving projects right. and other road projects around the city right just our normal paving was, right uh, and i can't, i don't remember what all streets we paved uh this past year mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. i'd have to have the city engineer sitting here reminding me of what all we paved okay so well and then we've entered the i'm going to call it the first quarter of washington avenue <laughs> i mean we're in the game now right mm-hmm. right uh, we did start washington avenue uh, and I know, again, I know that's a big, big inconvenience, especially for the people that live in that area. Uh, but now that that first phase is done, uh, you can see that it is so much better uh, f- 
for not only traffic but pedestrian uh, getting the sidewalks all the way out to Bell Crossing so and that was completed a little early uh, earlier than we expected uh, and again there were delays with the design that had to be corrected through our, the uh, consulting firm we used uh, had made some mistakes and then had to correct them mm -hmm. and then uh, utilities again mm -hmm. uh, you know there's several utilities this gas water sewer electric AT&T cable it's everything mm -hmm. that has to be moved and so but even then um, that was completed a couple weeks before we thought it would be mm -hmm. but all in all it's opened up and for a short while longer <laughs> uh, and you have to admit it, it is nice it really is nice there's curves there's drainage it's uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all uh, a lot better i want people to th go back years ago and, and remember when you would look down main street yeah and you had a vision of it right. then main street had remember when we had the big road projects and street projects and everything that went on there right. now look at it right that's what you're going to get when you look at Washington Avenue. You know, just look exactly. at it. Yes. You're going to see sidewalks. You're going to see. You're going to see that, a vision you, you would never imagine. And that probably is what I'm, I'm. I guess the most excited about is there will be sidewalks. You know, sidewalks don't go along Greg Park right now. No, I don't. Uh, and when this is completed, there'll be sidewalks. There'll also be drainage uh, that will help with. You know, every time we get a big rain of the park there's a lot of standing water after the rain because the heist just drains it's all uphill it just drains down to the park mm -hmm. goes right into the park now there'll be drainage on Washington Avenue that catches majority of that and sends it to Kelso Creek so we won't have as much problem with uh, standing water in the park as we used to okay uh, plus there'll be uh, pedestrian crossings there that uh, that will be when you're there, you'll push a, a button and a strobe light will be flashing to let the traffic know that pedestrians are going to be in the crosswalk, so you stop. Uh, I think that's probably the biggest problem we have in Vincennes is you're supposed to stop for crosswalks. Mm -hmm. If they're marked and somebody's at the crosswalk, you're supposed to stop. Uh, you go to other communities and you see that's the way it is uh, so this way there'll be a strobe that flashes uh, when somebody's going to cross there to crosswalk and as a as a driver you will know it yeah okay <coughs> I just think that uh, again uh, you're right if you've ever walked in front of Greg Park it's just on the curb <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> or you go into the park well right. I, I really again I really really look forward to that me too and this ends at Emerson which is the first street going back towards St. Clair past the school Washington school mm -hmm. and then again we'll start the next phase in <laughs> 26 yeah from there back to St. Clair so the end result will be from St. Clair to Bell Crossing will all be newly constructed curbs sidewalks bike lanes uh, and then future plans are to apply for more dollars to go back to college and and do it all from college to St. Clair okay all right just wanted to double check on uh, uh, that as far as um, where we are and right. where we're going um, before we wrap up this uh, first segment uh, were there any other road projects you'd like to talk about that we did that maybe um, over the past year that again we've done some several we've done streets we've done right know, i mean probably as far as correcting big problems is there was a big problem on prairie street between uh 11th and 13th that that was corrected mm -hmm. uh, that was like it was terrible mm -hmm. and it had to do with the construction of the new homes in that area that uh, that had to be corrected so as far as big road projects other than our main ones that was probably one that uh, we got the most complaints on okay 
All right, let's take a break. We'll have more of the mayor after this on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger here on WAOV. Vincent's Mayor Joe Yoakum joins us this segment as uh, we get set for 2024. Sounds weird. 2024. Yeah. You know what it sounds like to me? What? Three years till retirement. (laughs) That's what it means to me. But uh, anyway, I'll tell you what, Mayor. uh, We have a lot of momentum going into this year. A lot of momentum. We talked about... You know, last time about Washington Avenue picking up, not in spring. We're going to kick it off early. Right. Yes. Okay. But uh, also, we had some really terrific grants to yes. help us get going. And uh, one of the grants that I don't think people realize how big it was, was for the police department out right. of our schools. Right. One of them, uh, it will get us uh, five more resource officers in the schools. Uh, which I'm excited about. Um, you know, all the schools will be able to have a a SRO in them, um, and this also includes a, a officer to share between Rebay and uh, Flaget. So um, that's huge to have officers in our schools. Um, you know, before they had just a few that. So now we'll have them in all the schools, but also uh, the grant to uh, for safety that puts a film on all the first floor windows, all the first floor glass in all our school buildings, um, all the community school as well as the Catholic schools. And um, that glass, even though it could be shot through, to actually break through and get in the building is, it, it would take a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think by the time somebody could get through that glass, not only would the resource officer be there, but also our units out on the street would be there to okay. eliminate the threat or to uh, stop what's happening. Okay. So that excites me the most to think that uh, in the day and age we live in that uh, my grandkids in school will have that protection. Okay, I, I just that is huge. It is. Uh, I need to get the uh, video up on our website so people can go and watch it and see uh, what this film does uh, on the glass to help prevent an intruder from getting in. Okay, all right. The um, I guess the thing I I really question about this does this when does this take effect? Because these officers need to be trained. Right. I mean, it's not like right. what, it's not like next semester. Right. We bring them board. I mean, these will be Vincent's police officers. Um, so they've got to go through everything that you know with the academy and our own training at our lo- local police department or uh, field training. Mm-hmm. So that can take upwards of a year, but um, you may see officers move there sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, and it all depends on receiving the grant dollars and and the timing on that. So um, it's it's really exciting that because uh, I think our police department was one of four in the state that got this grant. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So that just goes to show you because you know we've got uh, people working on grants all the time. We're always looking for grants for uh, matching dollars or whatever it may be or free dollars uh and we're using jamie dugan and she's working with um, some others to get these grants and you know with our one million community crossings and this police department grant and a tibor grant we received uh two and a half million dollars within about a four-week period and 
as far as the city goes, are only matches the million for our community crossings. The rest of it, the school corporations are matching for the school, the police department grants. The uh, Tiber grant was uh, $400,000 with no match. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. But we're always, and I, and I can't tell you how many grants we received over the last year, but um, millions. Right. Well, that's the name. <coughs> I mean, her name comes up a lot, is Jamie Dugan. Yes. I really need to get I her mean, on the show. Even with help, um, since we started help, uh, you know, we've got a million match towards our 1.2 million from uh, ARPA. Mm -hmm. We received about 80000 dollars that didn't have a match more for our teen center that uh they're developing there at the uh hotel players building so mm -hmm. you know there's there's money out there you just got to know where to look and and have somebody that can go go after it for you so right right and let me tell you something those grants are not easy to write i mean no. they're not no jamie does a great job because if you've ever done a, a grant before man i mean one slip up could cost you it's a lot of it is in the wording mm -hmm. and the statistics that you gather to give towards those grants and jamie does an amazing job uh, we we're so fortunate that we got her hired for the help designation and, and it's just turned out you know since then we've received uh eight hundred thousand dollars in the last year just for the tenant-based uh rental assistance program that, that we're doing mm -hmm. so and that was just money out there that any community can apply for uh, we were just fortunate we got it twice four hundred thousand dollars each time okay I um I think that um, it just it, everything's a positive on that I mean everything yeah. everything yes from from the, the police to the teen center I mean that's just that's positive and in the next year, you'll see us working more towards the transportation that's come through that we're doing through help, uh, and childcare that's coming through help. Uh, working with um, the school corporation, the Y and KCARC, and uh, everybody working together, you're going to see a lot of great things. Uh, even though they started in 23, you'll see them coming about in 24. Okay. And hear more news about them in 24. Okay. And that's another one, the transportation I'm excited about, and the child care. Right. Everybody, it's not just, all these problems aren't Vincent's problems. They're nationwide, but to come up with something to help with child care. And to, hopefully we're going to have a transportation with designated routes or stops throughout Vincent's. Mm -hmm. uh, that excites me. That, okay. So. All right. Uh, also, um, oh, I just drew a blank. I was going to bring up follow-up. There's a nice follow-up to that. Oh. <laughs> One of the things I know we, we talked about new businesses coming to town. Yes. I think we I think it's out now. Cats, yes. you know, we, Zaxby's is coming. Yes, and we know that uh, Wings, Wings etc. Et is coming. Yes. Right, all right. And then and we we talked about jobs, people right. filling them. Okay, that's that's always a challenge for anybody. Right. It brings me to I think one of our biggest challenges, not just to us, but for our entire county, is, right. is housing. Right, and I think you'll see here in the near future they're working with a. a through the RDC, we're working with a developer that's going to bring a 240 apartment housing unit uh, to the area. Um, you've already seen, we've got four or five little housing projects started. I think with the announcement with of Agro Renew, which is gonna create 250 jobs over the next three years, uh, you're gonna see a lot more housing mm -hmm. uh, and developers coming and the only way we're going to get this done is through incentives. Mm -hmm. I know people are going to think, well, you're just giving them everything to build. But if you look at Princeton, Washington, anywhere that new housing is being built, there, there's incentives involved to get that done or it's not going to happen. Okay. And we can't have housing built in Washington and Princeton and Sullivan, everywhere. We want people to live here and work here, not live in those other communities and travel here to work right right because um, tax base is everything <laughs> exactly, exactly it is all right i so hear the negative comments about the new restaurants you know what we don't need that 
the mayor's office, the city doesn't make decisions on what businesses come here. If a business is going to locate here, we're going to assist them with in any way that we can. Uh, it's like you said, it's jobs, it's tax base, it's uh, yes, yeah. because you know some people they don't agree with it. It's you know that I I know I know I I guess I I I, I know where you're coming from. Yes. you hear it. Do we need that? That's just going to take from that business. That's got. But you know but, what? That's what. That's how you grow, isn't it? Yes. Plus. It's not just about Vincent's and people in Vincent's that live here that's going to eat those places. I know. They're going to come from several county area. I mean, go look at look at our Walmart. There are several Illinois cars in that lot every day. Mm -hmm. Look at Texas Roadhouse. Just look around and you'll see that we attract, attract a lot of people to Vincent's for shopping and dining. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, I've got about one minute left. What is uh, most you're excited about next year? Most excited about? Um, Four more years? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will start a new term, January 1. So this is my last radio show for my third term. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep adding them on. That's it. Stack in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so I'm just looking forward to everything that, that's coming about next year with housing, with road projects with uh like i said the teen center the uh transportation child care everything that's happening is great it really is great uh, so but we've got to get to the first year first and i need to mention that we will be closed monday and tuesday of next week and the next mm -hmm. so with that because of the holidays uh trash that's normally picked up on tuesday will be picked up on Wednesday. All right. Okay. Uh, recycling, I will encourage you to, uh, you can take it yourself through the week to solid waste on 17th Street and dump it yourself. It's uh, nice if, there. It's nice yes. there. If, you, if it's piling up, because we do that on Mondays, I encourage you to take it to the, the recycling center there on 17th. All right. Right next to the moose. So, uh, but again... The next two Mondays and Tuesdays, we will be closed. All right. And I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. All right, Mayor. Appreciate you stopping by. You too. I'll see you in 2024. All right. All Stay right. tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger on 97.7 and 1450 AM WAOV and 97.3 FM in Washington. Emily Bunyan, our guest from the Knox County Public Library. Good morning. Good morning. So how are you doing? Christmas. Doing great. Good, good. You know what? It's going to be a great conversation because we're <laughs> going to talk about one of my favorite artists, one of yes. my favorite performers of all time. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Yeah. yeah, everyone loves Dolly. Oh my God, how could you not? Yeah, and she's so generous. Yes, and we're going to be talking about how she's affecting the library. Yes, it's an exciting time for us. Okay, tell me what's going on. Well, Centerpoint Energy contacted the Dolly Parton Foundation about six weeks ago and said they wanted to sponsor our library to have the Imagination Library, which we had dreamt about for years, but never had the funding for it. So I get a call from the Dolly Parton Foundation from a kind lady named Lauren, who said, you can have the Imagination Library in Knox County. And I said, wow, it's an early Christmas gift. And she said, Centerpoint had chosen our library. We're a Centerpoint customer, mm -hmm. and they had chosen our library to sponsor this for the first time in Knox County we were thrilled so we've been doing the process of registering and going through uh, all the motions we need to do for the bulk mailing permit because this involves mailing books to children's homes 
one book a month from age zero through the age of five. Every month they get a beautiful new book that's age appropriate, chosen by librarians and educators and Dolly. She has a lot of input on the books that are chosen and we wanted to offer this for many, many years and it's finally come true. We are delighted. Wow. So, and what people need to do is register. It's up to individuals to register and we'll soon have a link on our website so people can register. Meanwhile, they can come to the library and complete a form. Mm -hmm. And right now we have 50 signed up. We started registration November 25th. There's no deadline, it's ongoing. And this is a two year project and Centerpoint has already done a tech check presentation with us and said, keep applying. So they said, our, we have a deadline coming up in January for the next two years. So the, it, it, the news just gets better and better. The state library for the first time has sponsored all 92 um, counties to mm -hmm. receive this. And so there's 50% of funding from the State Library of Indiana and 50% from the Dolly Parton Foundation through Centerpoint. Mm -hmm. So what the Dolly Parton Foundation provides is the structure and all of the admin that takes to keep this program going. Mm -hmm. And then local funders make it happen. Okay. All right. Wow. Yeah. It's exciting. We, we are so thrilled. And we have a stand-up dolly figure, life size, very small. She's such a small person. In oh, our library. Oh, her waist She's is tiny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Her waist is. Yeah. Oh wow. Did you see her on the football? She was oh, down no. dressed like a Dallas Cowboy. Yeah. Really oh, seventy seven years old. Oh what waist is yeah. that? Oh my gosh. Yeah, like I said, like uh, Scarlett O'Hara, <laughs> like about seventeen inches. You know? <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I, I just everything is good about this. Everything. Every, everything is good. It's all good. I mean, you don't have to do fundraise. Now, this no. is for two years? It's two years, but Centerpoint has told us to go ahead and keep applying. Oh, huh? Wow. And, and so uh, as long as they're willing to sponsor, we will keep applying for funding. But we, we're certain of the first two years. Now, when does this kick off? It will. Uh, it's already in process. And we, we finally got confirmation Saturday of our bulk mailing permit mm -hmm. because we're so dependent on that because it's all about mailing books to children's homes so we had to get that bulk mailing permit in place and now we can start uh, being online operational okay we were it was all hinging on that mailing permit so that it's affordable to mail the books to the children's homes. so that's in place so i would say the first book should be received in february okay great sounds great yeah, wow. I we are just yeah we're still pinching ourselves. With a good, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we, we should. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's incredible. We're just so uh, so delighted and thrilled, and, and uh, it's something that everybody can respond to. And the books are just gorgeous. And every so there are multiple children in a home. Every child will receive a, receive a different book that's age appropriate. Mm -hmm. So they'll have a home library. It's sixty seven books. Is what they'll receive during now, if they start from zero through age five. That's great. I mean, it's just it sounds. I mean, it's just everything's good about this. It's all yeah. We're. I mean, yeah, it's all good. I keep I keep saying that, but I mean, wow. Thank you, Centerpoint. First of all, that thank that's, you, oh, Centerpoint. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Well, generosity. Yeah, yeah and for choosing us. Um, yeah, and seventy-two of the ninety-two counties have this program now mm -hmm. because of that funding from the state library. Yeah. United Way had sponsored it in different counties previously, but we weren't able to get uh, the funding that we needed to take part in that. Yeah, so now we are. Now, sure. okay, well, good, good. Yeah. All right. So if they have any questions, just ask you at the library yes. how this works, and yes, will it be on your website? I mean, yes, it will, and it's on our Facebook page. Okay. And we will have a link on our website so people can register there. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. And Mary Theobald, a friend of the library, is the chairman of this. She's she's the manager of the whole project. <laughs> well, good. Good old Dolly. Yeah, she came through. For, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it is a, a great time of year because it is the holidays and mm -hmm. it feels like the holidays at your place, doesn't it? It does. It's very festive there. We've already decked our halls. <laughs> and you did it after Thanksgiving. We did, yes. So we made everybody happy. And, all right. Okay. So uh, what's going on? Well, we 
uh, have this uh, register to win a book bundle. And this is the second year we've done this. And here, I've shown you okay. a poster. All right, I see it. It shows a gorgeous bundle of books. They're all Daniel Steele books in this particular bundle. So it's a bundle of like books. Like all the books from our book discussion series are in a bundle. A stack of uh, Magic Treehouse books are in a bundle. Those are for children. Uh, Daniel Steele books, a stack of Western books are in a bundle. So you can come into the library and write your name on a ticket and leave us your phone number and then you'll be registered to win one of these bundles wow. and there are 34 of these beautiful book bundles and these are all books that have been donated to the library by generous local citizens yeah. so we bundle them up and um, give them away to you you bundle of joy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right. okay so um that's yeah that, that's so going on these will be given away december 27th Okay. And we had a donation of two beautiful Christmas quilts on Saturday. So we're including those in the giveaway. Okay. So people can uh, register to win one of those quilts when they register to win a book bundle. And the, uh, those quilts will be given away also on December 27th. All right. Okay. All right. So what else? Well, I want to mention those that the quilts were donated by the PLUS program at the Wabash Valley Correctional Facility. Okay. Okay, good, good. Yeah. All yeah. right. Mm -hmm. Are there book, is there a book sale this month? Yes, it's uh, that uh, last Friday of the month, the 29th. 29th. Okay, we mm -hmm. are doing one on the 29th. We are doing it, yes. Okay. We thought maybe people needed to get out of the house for a little <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> After Christmas. <laughs> no kidding. We got to move around. Yeah, yeah. Well, go get some books, man. Yeah. Okay. You're probably tired of watching TV. Yeah. Let's go get some books or we'll, stuff. We'll have some great bargains, too. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, and this is the last one, of course, of the year. Of the so. year, yes. Okay. You know, I know sometimes we take things for granted. And, and I think we take your book sale for granted a little bit. Mm -hmm. But people still come. They do. I mean, it's not like, oh, I think it's getting tired. No. There's getting... always something new to discover. I know there is. And there's always some new books. And there might be a book that we overlook that's really valuable, like a first edition. Well, <laughs> hey, bring it on. But, but the thing is that people come. They do. And there's just this unquenchable need for books, yeah. <laughs> which we love. Okay. And I mean, are you going to change it up at all next year? Or are you just going to just keep it the way it is? or? Well, the friends will talk about that at their meeting in January and see if there might be a way to kick it up a notch. Or... I don't know how I could do that. I mean, you, yeah. I, they do such a good job. Yeah, our friends are so good to help people find the books they want and... It's, they're good ambassadors for the library. Yeah. I'm they, always so happy when I walk in and they're smiling and helping people. They got that passion for reading, don't they? They do, and for helping people. Okay. I think the other thing we started to learn about the library, it's more than books. Absolutely. It's a third place in the community. It it's is. It's where everybody can feel comfortable. No one has to be the host. Yeah. Everybody's welcome. Never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Cheers. Yeah, I was wondering. Am I playing the Cheers music? Just everybody knows your name? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, you have your loyal customers. Yeah. Okay. Now, would it be a nice thing that if I ask you, what would you like to see different next year? What would you say? Well, I mean, would you like to see more people just come to the library, get reacquainted or? Yeah. Or, or yeah. Uh, more participation in when you have book discussions or? Yeah, you know, 23 has been a really good year for participation. And I would just, I'd like to have another year like this year. <laughs> Why not? Let's yeah, just, yeah. I mean, it was good. It's, it's been a really, it's been a, a really good year. Uh, of course, we're always uh, uh, excited for our summer reading program. And that's our big event. And it goes on set for six weeks. So it take, it's very labor intensive. And we're always planning ahead for that. January is the month we reserve to just buckle down and prepare for the following summer. So we're always excited for more summer reading so, participation. So the thing is that uh, people have to realize that uh, things change up at the library. I mean, it's it, you go there, but I mean, you're gonna discover something you didn't know. Of always. And always. I think that's kind of, that's kind of exciting. You know, you have your people who come in to read the newspaper. Yes, there are mm -hmm. still newspapers. 
Yes. And people still read them. And they sit there and they, you know, that's... Every day. Yeah, every day. We have, we have a few people who come in to read the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, the local newspaper. Huh. Yeah, it's very important to them. Wall Street Journal, <laughs> New York Times, that's yeah. not me. <laughs> <laughs> USA Today, maybe, but yeah. I mean... But, well, uh, and then every Monday and Friday, we have our crochet group. They meet in the sunroom. We have our seed library group. They put seed packets together to give away to people. So we have groups coming in all the time. Really? Yeah. We've never talked about that. I know. I mean, you have That's people. That's a, a people whole other facet. Yeah, yeah. They meet at the library? They meet at the library. Yes. Wow. I didn't know mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And the Girl Scouts meet at the library. Some groups meet in the fortnightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every Monday and Friday, we, the, like today, when I left, the cro one of the crochet ladies who always comes early was there, uh, come walking in to get her place at the crochet table. See, I did not know that. See, how long it took? How many time, years have we been yeah, doing this? Yeah, yeah. We never just, talked. There's always, you know, there's some other service that you know, yeah. that uh, we haven't mentioned before. I yeah. mean, obviously, we do the Fortnightly Club really well. I mean, as far as yeah. you utilize that building really well. Yeah, and last week it was used every night by different groups for christmas events oh, wonderful that's what yeah, it's there for that's right that's why we love those buildings <laughs> okay so we get ready for 2024 mm -hmm. you know you like the way things were going this year yeah um anything you want to add next year i mean that you'd like to see maybe uh uh come to fruition about i mean more people maybe ebooks maybe you want to get more yeah e more ebooks i think more of what we already offer uh there's been some talk uh, about having a bookmobile or a book a book truck with wi-fi access to go to neighborhoods no kidding yeah there's been some talk about that that's interesting and some board members are interested in that okay uh now we don't talk a lot about people coming to uh, well it used to be when we were growing up, and I'm not saying that Emily's old. I am old, but Emily's not. We're about the same. No, I think I'm, I'm a couple oh, years older. Yeah, I don't know. We'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, but it used to be we always went to the library for research. Yes. Yeah, we had a research paper to do for school. You know, we went to the card catalog, went mm -hmm. to the Reader's Guide to Periodical Literature. Sure. Then we would go to the, to the encyclopedias, mm -hmm. Britannica. Britannica. I love the Britannica. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, Micropedia and Macropedia. You know what I mean? And, and we'd do a research paper, okay? Mm -hmm. I mean, it was business. I mean, library, business. library was always business. Very and serious. It was. Quiet. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I told the story about yeah. having a seventh grade librarian <laughs> in junior high who, if you sniffed, she get mad through the box at you for Kleenex, put sniffing, blow your nose. I mean, it was quiet. It was. It was. It was, it was like we were here. You could hear a pin drop. You aren't a kid. But now it is more of a gathering. It's a community center. It is. Yes. It is. Now it's not like you're, somebody's blurring music or anything. No. Yeah. They're, they're and there respectful. are quiet places. If you want to just have total quiet to study, you could go to the McGrady Brockman House, our genealogical center, or you could find a quiet nook in the library i think sometimes and we'll help people find those quiet spaces i think sometimes we don't sell the library enough as far as what it is now compared to what it used yes. to be now that's not to say if i went to another community that library maybe like i'm so used to it, the quiet dingy could cool. be there might be a few of those left yeah where it's just you know yeah it, kind of stereotypical yeah yeah you know but but not anymore i mean it's you know yeah, you, you it, get you get uh, tapes you get yeah. i mean or tax assistance oh i know it it's so yeah. anyway how about next year people rediscovering their library i like that rediscover yeah. your library mm -hmm. i mean rediscover I love the it. knox county public library because mm -hmm. i really think uh, that's what it takes yeah and uh for the summer reading theme is different every year and the one coming up is find your adventure at the library uh-huh so we'll have programs based on that theme yeah well get out to your yeah. library it's it's nice you know we have a lot of beautiful uh, holiday decor right now yeah including our dolly parton tree yeah. and then <laughs> still not too late it's only you know it's still in mid-december still time to bake yeah, wonderful. we have one just wonderful cookbooks. That's one of the most popular types of yeah. uh, materials we have. Yeah. People love cookbooks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have holiday crafts and holiday plays, holiday <laughs> music. You know what? Yeah. I, I'm learning the art. Movies, too. Oh, yeah. I am learning the art of a um, crockpot. You know, what a crock pot can be used for. You know, it's amazing. I didn't yeah. know, you know, really? 
You can do that in a crock <laughs> yeah. pot? Start it, so, walk away? Yeah, oh, really? and then when you come home, there's that aroma oh, my filling gosh. the house. But it's a book. They gotta be. Yeah. You know, I was reading a book on that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's what I mean. There's something there for everybody. Everybody. You know, you'll get yes. a book that you weren't even planning on getting, and then yeah, you, yeah, you'll look for a certain book, and then you'll find all these others on the shelf next to it. And you think, well, I'll take those too. And there's okay. no limit okay. on the number of books you check now, out. Now, here's the thing: it's more than anything. I think websites are great, and mm-hmm. I think Facebook does its job. But there's no nothing like not being there. Mm-hmm. You, that doesn't sell what it's really like. And we can help people navigate the internet. You know, there are so many sites that, that come up when you do a search, and we can help you find just the right one. Right. Okay. To okay. fit your need. Okay. But anyway, rediscover your library in 2024. I like it. You know, <laughs> you don't have to give me credit. I, but I'll take it. <laughs> oh, we will. <laughs> See, I was talking to Ed. He said, "We need That's to rediscover it." Uh, yeah, it's good as gold. Let me tell you. <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm liking it. I don't think. <laughs> but anyway, it's a wonderful building. Plenty yeah. of parking. I mean, there's yeah. just stuff for everybody. Mm-hmm. And and I'll tell you one thing. You guys have no boundaries. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, you bring dinosaurs to town. Come yeah. on yeah. <laughs> What else do you want? Sky's the limit. Yeah, dinosaurs and Dolly. Yeah, wow. yeah. D&D. There you go. Anyway, Dungeons good. and Dragons, too. There you go. Anyway, be sure to go to the public library. It's a great place. Great place. It, thanks, Ed. Okay. Uh, anything else you want for next year? Um, just peace and love. Okay. Well, we appreciate you always coming in, and we look forward to talking to you in 2024. Okay, Ed. Merry Christmas. You, too. We'll have more on the morning chat after this on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to the morning chat with Ed Ballinger on WAOV 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOV in Vincennes, and also 97.3 FM in Washington. Ty Blythe, Executive Director from Pace, joins us this segment. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, how's that sound, Executive Director? Is that, is that, are you getting used to that? I, I'm getting used to it, yes. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, you're still the same old tie to me. So to, Oh, I'm the same person. No, I yeah, know. just you, I know just it. a new title. I know. Well, congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Ashley, Bertha's last day is coming up in January. In January, January 5th. So we've been co-leading since November 1st, which has been great because she has so much knowledge and expertise and experience that she's trying to pass all of that on to me, all 26 years of her a time at pace and trying to give me everything that I need to be successful in my role. So I'm super grateful to her. What's the one characteristic about her? Maybe we don't know about. Ooh. I mean, I mean, really, I mean, I mean, she obviously has an influence on you, but yes. I mean, what is it? Is it, is it just, is it a compassion? Is it, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm thinking no, of all the things. I don't think that's it. I, I think with Bertha, you pretty much know what you're getting. I mean, if you've met her, talked to her, been around her, she is completely authentic. She's loyal. She, in ways, is fearless. And we've, I have described her, and I've heard other people describe her. She's just a force. She just has so much. She has so much knowledge, so much woo. She's winning others over all the time. She's fun. She really empowers people and really wants them to be successful. And I think that's exactly what you want in a leader. Someone that says, I want to give you everything you need to be the most successful person you can. And that's what she does and has done. Uh, the one thing I will say is um, I do appreciate you guys coming on the show and, and you've had others who represent pays come on. Mm-hmm. They all seem happy. You know what? You're not the only person that says that we've had people when they visit our offices, they're like, 
you guys seem like you enjoy what you do or you seem like you really get along when we go to conferences or meetings and we're joking and we're laughing but we're also the ones that are at every session and attending and learning but we really do it's it's a culture that really just gels everyone everyone uh you know is there for the right reasons and gets along and realizes we don't have to make our jobs boring and dull and, and argumentative. We can get along and get things done at the same time. You all know your roles, don't you? Yeah, our roles are whatever we need to do to get the okay. job done. <laughs> That's it. Whatever it takes, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, again, I do want to give uh, Bertha another congratulations and joy retirement. One day I'll know what that feels like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but until that time, we will move on. I love Shop with a Cop. I love Shop with a Cop. Um, I love hearing the sirens from here. I love, yes. I mean, just everything about it. And you just had it. We did. We just had Shop with a Cop here in Vincennes. It was a big success. Having the officers volunteer with the kids. Um, I hope people realize that's so much of what it's about. It's not really about the kids getting gifts. That's that's great but it's really about those interactions that they're having with the officers that positive interaction i know there there was an officer and they came in early before shop with the cop was starting and he said i want to go into this classroom because i was volunteering in there last week and one of the kids said you're who arrested my parent and it wasn't actually that officer but it was a different officer and their parent had been arrested and the officer said I don't want that child to have that thought of the police. So I want to come in and really talk to that child, interact with that child so that they have a positive feeling about law enforcement. Right. So that's that's so much what it's about. And we've had kids. We had an officer. He brought back his picture. He was in Head Start and participated in Shop with a Cop when he was younger. And he said, that's what made me want to get into law enforcement. Mm -hmm. I'm wow. like, that's just a heartwarming story that's so impactful that people sometimes don't realize things that happen to kids when they're four or five years old those are really imprinting on them and making them make life choices for a long time that's why you guys at head start that's what you do you, you got to start early yes that's where we say this is where the love of learning starts so getting those kids and families to understand learning is fun. Learning can be play. Learning is activities and, and doing exciting things. It's not just sitting at a table doing a worksheet. Yeah, true. Ooh. All right. You know, it's funny you talk about the, the police officer. Nothing drives me more crazy when I hear officers tell me stories about when they're walking around and a kid will be acting up and the mom will say, you better behave or I'm going to have that cop arrest you. I mean, and they say they get that. And I go, are you kidding me? And they go, no. How silly is that? I know, but I have to confess here now because you've brought it up. I, I did tell my child that before. I'm like, do you want me to call the police? <laughs> oh, Isn't that bad? Oh. Isn't that bad? I bad know, time. I shouldn't bad have time. done that. Uh, I later but, apologized and said and told my son I shouldn't have said that no but. but but you know what the officers face a tough enough job as it they is. do I mean you know and I, I guess this shop with the cop and I'll tell you why else I like it so much you get the local schools involved too yes. yeah I mean I mean they go out there and they meet the kids and you know they become kids they do the kids are great the high school students come and help volunteer to shop with the kids and take them around it's a huge undertaking to get all of the all of our head start students from head start at walmart you know you have hundreds of three four and five year olds going around walmart so having those volunteers and the students getting to see the excitement on the kids and and just the kids saying like oh i saw you playing sports or i saw you know i went to an art thing and you were there that's cool for our kids to mm -hmm. see the high school students as role models yeah all right let's let's stay with head start okay mm -hmm. open teacher and associate teacher positions we do we still have some openings for uh head start teachers and associate teachers and and you were talking about the culture and how great it is to work at Pace. It really is a wonderful workplace. We have the 36-hour work week, so a lot of our staff work four days a week and choose to take Fridays off. Some of them work a half day on Friday. So we let staff have flexibility for their schedules as much as we can and still meet our business operations. And one thing, we've had some new staff come in lately, and they said, 
wow, you guys have great supplies. You have great technology. And, and there were some things that they wanted to add to the classroom, some books and puzzles and things like that. And we were able to provide those for the, you know, it wasn't that we were asking the teachers to buy those, where sometimes that happens. Um, we have the funds to be able to provide the supplies. So it's really a great place to work. Okay, and what about scholarships? The TEACH scholarship is something that we've been talking about lately because a lot of people aren't aware of it. So if someone is interested in early childhood education, the TEACH scholarship is a state of Indiana scholarship that pays 80% of tuition and books and PACE pays 10%. So you are left with only having to pay 10% of your tuition, of your books to obtain a bachelor's degree. Really? Yes, so if you're working full time at, at PACE, um, then we can sign you up for that scholarship. And I think that's super cool because hopefully what could happen is you end up with a bachelor's degree debt-free. That's something. That's something. Right? That is something. <laughs> Tell <laughs> those high school students wow. that aren't sure what they want to do, or maybe you started out in a, in a job and you think, eh, I don't know if this is for me. I want to really make a difference and work with youths. We have that scholarship opportunity available. Okay, now I want everybody to gather around because this is going to be important to talk about, especially the way the weather is going to be here in the next day or two, is energy assistance. All yes. Right. All right, we're getting into that time of year now. Yes, it's energy assistance season, and we know that our phones are ringing, people are submitting applications. Energy assistance is a benefit for anyone that qualifies income-wise. Um, PACE offers that in Knox, Green, Davies, and Sullivan counties. But there's community action agencies that cover the entire United States and the entire state of Indiana that also have this program. It's a once-a-year benefit on your heat source. So it doesn't matter if you heat with electric, gas, propane, corn pellets, wood, all of the different ways that you can heat you can apply for assistance. And it also doesn't matter if you own or rent. Even if you're a renter, you can still apply. Um, there's an application, it's two, page, two pages that you fill out and then submit some documents like a copy of your driver's license or ID, a copy of your social security card and social security cards for members of your household, proof of your income, and then a copy of your utility bill. So it's really not as complicated as people think. And if you qualify income wise, then you can apply for that and that benefit will go on your utility bill. Okay, now, if you did this last year, you're not, you gotta you re- still have to reapply. Why? Okay, I want everybody yes. to understand that. Okay. If you did that last year, you still have to reapply. The, the season officially opened November 1st. So if you applied in October, November, December, then you have applied for this season. But if you haven't, there's still time. Uh, we heard someone the other day say, oh, I heard it ended in December. No, no, you, you have through about May to get those applications in. And then we have 55 days to process the application. So that's where I like to say, go ahead and apply now. Don't wait until the last minute. Um, but if you are in a disconnect situation, so you got that bill, as soon as you get the bill and it says disconnect notice, give us a call because there's potentially some help that we can offer. Does that happen a lot? Unfortunately, yes. Okay. And what we see is sometimes people wait and they wait to call because they think, oh, I'm going to try to get the money together. Oh, I might be able to make this work. And then they don't call us until the day before they're going to be disconnected. And um, a lot of times we can't get the application processed in that time frame. So contact us when you get the disconnect notice so that we can start working on that and you can start getting that application and all of the needed documents turned in. Okay. Health Connection. Yes, I love Health Connection. Health Connection is reproductive health care services for men and women. And we just had, um, a lot of people might remember Dr. Lazara, who was uh -huh. a pediatrician in town. No. He, he just contacted us and came and volunteered and walked in and said, wow, it looks like a real doctor's office in here. And we laugh because we get that comment so often when people walk into one of our clinics in either Vincennes, uh, Davies County, Sullivan County, Bedford, um, or Vigo County. We have health connection clinics in all of those locations. 
and they're, it's a doctor's office where they're just specializing in reproductive health care. So whether someone needs a STI or STD screening, a pregnancy test, they just want to go on birth control, or they're just due for their annual pap smear, they can come and receive services. Is there an age that you have to be? Reproductive health care age. So it's, a, it's about... 12 to 13, depending on... Parental? Parental? Do you need parental? No parental consent is needed for the services. It's healthcare services. Okay. And most of the people that see us are 18 to 23-year-olds. Um, but, yes, we do see we do see teens. We do see 20, 30-year-olds. Some people started seeing us when they were in their late teens, and they say, I just love my nurse practitioner. I don't want to go anywhere else <laughs> now. So they continue to seek services so they're not based on income although there is a sliding fee scale you can still seek out our services if you have insurance if you don't have insurance um, if you have a job if you don't have a job it's one of our only programs that is that isn't for anyone regardless of income but the one thing is that uh, that you do have the, uh, the what they call it the uh, um, Oh, gosh, when if I go see a doctor, they don't tell people. What is that? The Confidentiality? Yes. Yes. Thank you. We Thank have, you. I'm drawing a blank. I watch <laughs> Law and Order. You think I would know this? Okay, go ahead. Yes, we do. It's, it's totally confidential. So individuals can come and see us without fear that we're going to share that information with their family or anyone. But Ed, I'll tell you what's interesting. I'm seeing a shift, and we've, we've been seeing this for several years, where it's not that people say, oh, I want to come see the service. I don't want my parents to know about it. A lot of times their parents are coming with them or a grandparent is coming with them um, because they do recognize that reproductive health care is health care. It is about taking care of that person's health. Right. And so they want to help people access those services. They want people to have accurate knowledge about how to keep themselves safe from STI, STDs, what information they might need about birth control. Some people are on birth control for a variety of reasons. It's not just to prevent pregnancy oftentimes. And being able to have that accurate education is so important for people. All right, IDA. Match savings accounts. Do you have a savings account? Yes. When when you put in a dollar, do you know how much you get back? No. Well, if you were part of the IDA, the individual development account, you could save a dollar and the state would match that with three dollars. What does it take? It takes earned income. So it can't be someone, say, that's on TANA for getting Social Security. You have to have earned income. And you have to meet an income guideline, which is... Um, it's over $50,000 for a family of four. So if you have a family of four and you're making $46,000 in your household, you'd qualify for that. All the income guidelines are on our website, but even if you're not sure or you're close to the threshold, I would say apply because this is such a great program. And the whole idea is that you're saving to earn an asset. So your asset could be purchase a home, do needed repairs to your home, purchase a vehicle. If you need a vehicle to get to work, you could sign up for the savings account. If you want to start or expand a business or anything that has to do with going to school, going to college, whether it's books, whether it's tuition, whatever that might be. So you sign up for this, you save about $1,200 over the course of two to four years and you end up with whatever 1,200 times three is. Wow, that's, that's, I don't know how you do it. How do you I, do it? I mean, that's, that's money through the state because our whole mission is we want to provide support services that improve the community and encourage self-reliance. So one of the best ways we can do that is to help people gain an asset. So all of those things are assets. So if we can help someone make sure that they have reliable transportation to get to work, they're more likely to stay employed. They're more likely to be able to pay their bills. They're more likely to not be receiving social services through various agencies. So it really is a smart investment for the state. And, you know, that's why we love offering this program so that we can help people make those assets um, and, and have those assets. Okay. Now, 
I guess I should have followed up energy assistance with weatherization, but I didn't. So let's go ahead and talk weatherization. Well, I'm glad you didn't because they are different in that. But don't they go kind of? Well, I think all of third. Okay, how about their their um, third cousins? They're cousins. I can go with that. All right. Sure. Oh, okay. All right. Weatherization helps with energy efficiency. So that is the whole purpose of weatherization. We want to go in and we want to make a dwelling, whether it's a mobile home, a rental property, uh, a home as a homeowner. Um, we want to make those properties more energy efficient. And it's not an emergency program. So a lot of times we'll get people calling and saying, my heat doesn't work. Can I have weatherization next week? Well, it's a multi-month program. There's multiple inspections involved where our auditors are looking at that individual house and saying, what does it need? Or that individual apartment and saying, it needs insulation. It needs weather, it needs weather stripping on the windows or it needs a new furnace. And that's what our weatherization program does. Okay, all right. So, um, it's a lot and, of stuff, isn't and, it? No, yeah, no, but I'm just saying a homeowner or a renter. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that, I think that's key. Everybody thinks if you have to own your own home to get this done. That's exactly right. And that's why I always like to say a homeowner or a renter. So if you're a landlord listening to this and you have tenants that you think might qualify, again, it's an income-based program, have the, have the um, ten, tenants apply for a rental property, we do, of course, get landlord permission. The landlords have to sign off that it's okay that we're making these improvements and say that they're not going to raise the rent in the next year because we've made these improvements. Okay, one more thing to follow up on before we wrap it up. Mm -hmm. On something like this, yeah, you're helping them, but it's also more about education, right? You're yes. showing them how to do this. Yes, we're talking to them about smart ways to save um, electricity and to make their home more energy efficient. Maybe it's changing out some light bulbs or adding in a low flow shower head. Um, so we're talking to them, reminding them about turning the lights off, waiting till your dishwasher's full to run it, all of those energy efficiency tips. Okay, all right. If anybody has any questions about what we've talked about today, which was quite a bit. It was a lot. Yeah, how they get a hold of you? Uh, they can visit our website, all of our information is on our website at pacecaa.org. Our applications are out there. Phone numbers if you want to call and schedule an appointment um, or if you have additional questions. I would say this, energy assistance, if you submitted your application, please don't call and say, did you get my application? Because that is taking up so much of our staff's time when they're trying to answer those phone calls and then they're not able to process the applications <laughs> because they're trying to talk to individuals and say, yes, we received it. So if you send in your application, we've received it. Um, no need to call and check on that. But if you do have other questions, you can call us 812-882-7927. All right. Always a pleasure. Have a happy new year. We'll see you next year. Thanks. Happy holidays to you and everyone. All right. Stay tuned. Midday edition is next on WAOV.